Hey, check it out, guys. This is what's up. Hey, you're hanging out with us. You're friends. Friends with Fink. I think it's time for a beer. Let's get started. I'm here with Andrea Delgado. Yeah. Oh my God. Delgado, not Delgada, <laughs> but you are very like Delgada. Delgada. <laughs> it's like an agent's name, you know, Andrea. Yeah. Agent Delgado. You're like a you're like a spy. Yeah, an yeah. alien spy. From Venezuela. Yeah. And uh, we got a couple of beers here, and we're just kind of chatting about things. Andrea, you would say you are a reggaeton artist right now. What would you classify the genre of music that you? Okay, so I've, I've been on this music thing for a long time, right? Like five or six years, and I've always liked African-American rhythms, you know, mm. and all that kind of music, like soul, R&B, or I don't know. Like hip-hop? Hip-hop, yeah, oh, rap, good. spoken word, all that. And uh, I, never, I never got to do it because, I don't know, I didn't have this much knowledge about this kind of music and this kind of composition, you know? I used to have a band and everything, and we used to play like funk and, I don't know, pop and rock <laughs> and Latin, like funk, Latin pop, music, rock. yeah. yeah. Like Did you play an instrument? Kind of yeah, I play, some, I play different instruments. Right now I'm, I just sing and I write songs, but I, I play like different instruments, like the drums, the bass, guitar, uh, some Venezuelan instruments also. What, what, what's a Venezuelan instrument? For example, a cuatro. It's a string instrument. Mm -hmm. it, it has four strings, and it sounds like a requinto. That's a Cuban instrument for salsa. Oh, okay. It sounds kind of like, like a guitar and a mandolin, a, a bandola. You uh, know, right. it's a small instrument, but it's more like medium, you know, okay. like medium size. Yeah. And it's really Small nice, really nice, yeah. It's exciting. It's or exciting. some drum, drum Venezuelan instruments también. So, play some instruments, I don't think I'm a reggaeton artist. I think I have like different styles that are getting mixed together right now. Mm -hmm. Like that, like R&B, reggaeton, dembo, pop, but like in a Latin way, you know, like in a Venezuelan way. For sure. So. And for, for people that might not understand some of these rhythms or whatever, dembo is a... Dembo. It's a Afro-Caribbean <coughs> beat yeah. or like more Latin American or... No, it's Afro-Caribbean, you know. It, everything comes from Africa. Everything, uh, almost everything of these um, rhythms and That's aesthetic and, and sound come mm -hmm. from, from Africa. Uh, like funky, a uh, Brazilian funky and all that, you know? Brazilian funk? And dembo and all that. So dembo, it's like a, like a cousin of reggaeton, like a reggaeton cousin. Yeah. Can you, can you yeah. like beatbox a little dembo? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. That's exciting. What, what would you say your favorite type of genre or what do you prefer? To, to listen to and to, to, listen to to listen to and to sing to 
Are they the same? And I really like R and B. That's like my my signature thing. To jam. Everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really like R and B and pop. I yeah. really like pop. Like Britney Spears, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Britney Spears, I like Ariana Grande. I really like some. I like some artists that. Yeah, like mainstream. Yeah, Madonna. Mm. No, I, I have some others that that are not mainstream, but they're the same as good mm -hmm. or better. <laughs> and uh, I, so you have a few like videos on YouTube and a bit yeah. of a following and everything. You've done some concerts. Yeah. Yeah. I have, um, well, since I left Venezuela, that, that was like two years ago, I like developed my project like massive, massively, you know, like, mm -hmm. like never I've, I, I did it before. So yeah, I started like making videos and audiovisual material so I can start showing people who the fuck I am. Yeah. So that's what it's about, right? Getting yeah. your name out there and people yeah, yeah, are yeah. hearing you. And share things, you know, because I think I have like messages and things that I wanna communicate to I don't know, people or specimens, androids, I don't know, like <laughs> whatever kind of life, aliens yeah. <laughs> no, or whatever, yeah. whoever that wants to hear it <laughs> and feels like connected to the, to what I do. Oh, for sure. For so any, yeah. anyone listening, um, so Spanish is your first language, mm -hmm. yeah, and you, yeah. when did you start learning English, like in school or? I don't know why I speak English, I, I mean, I, I learn by myself mostly, yeah. you know, but yeah, when I was yeah, when I was <laughs> little, my mom took us to English classes with my brother, mm -hmm. but not for a long time. You know, I was like two years or three, mm -hmm. and I learned a lot, a lot. When when you're a child, you you get to get like you're like a sponge. Yeah, you're like yeah. a sponge, and you get so much information so fast, so quick. So yeah, I learned there, and then I started growing and maybe yeah school I didn't pay attention to English at school because it was so dumb and I, I already knew like things that I was that you were learning yeah already learning. yeah may I help I help my other friends with that <laughs> yeah. signature and everything it was like a free class but I don't know may, like maybe singing helps me a lot like singing in English mm. learning songs in English I was about to ask um, you like so you have some songs in Spanish some in English yeah some in, most of them in both most of them in both, yeah. yeah, they're mixed. And I mean, like, living in Latin America and, and coming from Venezuela, you like singing in English because it's like a challenge to you, or you just like the way that the words flow better, mm -hmm. or is there? There are some things, yeah. I mean, where I come from, uh, there there was always uh, foreign people like visiting my city, like so many tourists. French people, American people, I don't know, everything. Mm -hmm. So we always got that kind of uh, stimulo. I don't know how to say like, in English. Yeah, like you were, yeah. Stimulated Stimula, by stimulated all, all by that it, yeah. envir environment, you know? Mm -hmm. So I got like, like curious about English, you mm -hmm. know? And I have family that, some family that lives in America. And I don't know, we're kind of pro Yankee in, <laughs> in some <laughs> like cities in Venezuela and that's yeah. not bad. But yeah, <laughs> pro, we have pro Yankee. Pro Yankee, you, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I don't know. And my dad also he he travels. He he used to travel around the world, and he's so smart, man. Like he knows everything, and he always like make some articles and things, investigations in English. And mm -hmm. I always like got curious about that, so yeah. I always 
So you, I don't like know. both your parents kind of helped you with uh, English. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Forever, forever. I I think my city is like a really international. In city, city. Man, like, I saw know. I saw a post <coughs> of your videos you put. It's like a really pretty kind of mountain it's town. Amazing, yeah. It would remind we me of something in, like in in BC, Canada, or like in the Rockies almost. Because yeah. you're in the Andes. I mean, it's the same same line all the way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's it called again? Merida. Merida. Yeah. Did I say that right? There's or some. Did I there's say some it like a gringo. Merida. Merida. Yeah. yeah. With an accent in the e, the first e. Merida. Merida. Oh, yeah. did I get it? Yes. Got it. <laughs> there's some Meridas in the world. There's one in Mexico and there's one in Spain, I think. Oh, yeah. That's and there's cool. the other one in Venezuela. But uh, Venezuela is the best one, right? <laughs> I don't know because, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, basically, yeah. Because I don't know the others, you know, but yeah, my, I, I've, I've always, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to always say that, that my city is the best. <laughs> right, oh, of course. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, we all do. I mean, yeah. except for where I come from, Burlington, Ontario. <laughs> Oh uh, no, but I mean, a lot of people don't really know anything about Venezuela. They know no, it's man. like really bad, or yeah. it's uh, it used to be so beautiful. Weird. And no, it is beautiful. It's, it's just know, empty now. <laughs> it's just empty. I mean, if you've been to Colombia or any other Latin American countries, you see a lot of people in Venezuela, like like on the streets, making purses or yeah, like jewelry or whatever out of like Venezuelan bills, currency yeah. and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, it's pretty crazy. It's fucking crazy, man. Uh, yeah, Venezuela <clears throat> used to be one of the, of the most richest like countries in the world. I once I I was watching uh, Ali Houses boxer like boxing. Oh, yeah, I'm terrible with sports, unfortunately. Uh, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. There I was go. watching a documentary about him with my dad, and <clears throat> he was like, he got into a fight. Uh, one of those uh, championships, you know, and there was a their their quadrilatero. I don't know how to say in English where they fight. Yeah, <coughs> like the, the square, the square or the, yeah. the boxing ring. It sorry. says "Come to yeah. Venezuela." Like the publicity on the square mm -hmm. where they were like boxing. Mm -hmm. It says "Come to Venezuela." And there was like Venezuela propaganda, you know, like propaganda from Venezuela, like for tourism, you know, mm -hmm. in the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, and and all that. And then in the nineties, is we <coughs> would say. Yeah, in the nineties, it started like failing everything. Getting so, I I I um, I think I'm lucky because when I was younger, I mean, when I was a child, um, I got to live like my country as it was, you know, like. Mm -hmm. as beautiful as it was <clears throat> because we didn't have this government uh, until I got like eight or ten years old eight or ten years old yeah and you didn't how notice you I'm 28 28 so imagine how long ha we've been with this freaking it's been a long time thing. yeah mm -hmm. so uh, at that time we I didn't feel so much uh, the, the effects of that government and all the changes that were w they were making the in the policy and I don't know economy and all that right. uh, I didn't feel it because I was I was little and well my family was okay you know they, we, we weren't we never were rich or nothing like that but we lived like a healthy life healthy a life. normal life yeah you'd say like so kind of like middle class yeah middle class yeah. normal you know and well they they, 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 they both work my both parents work always mm -hmm. and uh, 
well, I got to travel around Venezuela a lot, man. I, I got almost to every beach. Uh, I mean, I went to um, a lot of places, and I have family in different cities of Venezuela also, mm -hmm. so I know a lot of my country. So, <clears throat> but I think um, s some people, I think the, the most of, of the people, like, abused from, from our country. So that's why it's happening, everything that's happening. You abused know? by the government, like taking advantage? No, no. The government, uh, yeah, it's the most <coughs> abuser of all this. <laughs> but the people most are, also, right? yeah, yeah, the people also, like... I don't know, destroy everything, you know? Just like taking advantage of... Yeah, they didn't care about the, you know, uh, just Caracas, and they, they only care about Caracas. And this, this city, they only care about this city, and that's it, you know? They, they, you nev they never look like this is a freaking country united, you know? Like Nobody really felt united with other cities no. or anything like and that. And that's it's a real problem even now, man, because sure. I've, uh, I've, had s I've had some episodes of xenophobia with some Venezuel Venezuelan people, man, like, oh, you're from Media, ha-ha, <laughs> people oh, yeah. there are stupid, man, because they're like Andeans, they're, they're campesinos, <laughs> right. and I'm like, what the hell, man? But like, they, they, you think they mean it more seriously than just joking? No, they're always, maybe they're, yeah, the people in Venezuela tend to joke to joke a yeah. lot, yeah, because we're Latin Americans, right? And like we get to in Canada, <laughs> we make fun of the East Coast all the time. Yeah, but that's we don't a normal thing. It, you know, yeah, that's a normal thing in between the capital people and the other cities people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but, but like, no, this do you think is it's a, like a another this level. This is a thing. Yeah, this is yeah. a thing, a real thing, and even people, foreign people in Argentina here, uh, and here they have told me, hey, you have like a kind of uh, rivality. How do you say rivalidad? Like, you don't get along with the, uh, another a rival, rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that with the the, the other Venezuelan mm. people. You know, like what the mm. hell? And I'm like, not not me, but I'm sorry, yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> not me, but they've seen that in other people. Yeah. So I don't know. There's so many problems in Venezuela. Yeah. Not only political problems, but also social problems that. Maybe this is the only way that we can learn about it, you know? Mm -hmm. That we're going to learn. Do and we're, we're going to lear learn really hard. Is it, would you say it's like, it's safe? Before all this political corruption, would you still be able to travel to other cities uh, comfortably? Or no, 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 no. Would they it's like really not serve difficult. you in a bar or a restaurant because you're from mm, Merida? No, 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 no. It's not that, 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 that level, you yeah. know? But, but um, now, now it's... I mean, one of my questions. People is are changing now. People are changing. I'm just yeah. talking about what what was happening and why the 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 country got destroyed the way it got destroyed. Mm -hmm. Not only for the government, but also f because of the people. Yeah. So that's why we all have to learn, man, mm -hmm. in for a sure. bad way. But we have to learn. So I'm always like really idealista. You know, and like, you know, I always dream about, yeah, the perfect country, and we all love each other, and I love you, man, and, yeah, you're from Maracaibo, and you're from Valencia, and, yeah, 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 I love your accent, I love the, ha, 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 I love this, what you do, and the way you laugh, and the way you pronounce this. I love everything about my country, man, but there's people that, that, that don't, just yeah. that. And they send a lot of hate to our country, and that's the people that, like, destroyed everything, you just know? Just kind of take it away. You said that... Um, you know, you were able to grow up in like uh, 
very happy, nice country, you know, until you were about 10, 11 years old? Yeah, I remember that when I was in high school, I also enjoyed a lot of my... Mm -hmm. my you didn't feel like... Nothing was like going down the drain. Yeah, of course, everything was going down, but I didn't pay attention, maybe because I was a, I was a child, I was an adolescent, mm -hmm. and I didn't pay much attention to that. But... Well, when... So like let's but say like when you were like nineteen twenty <coughs> like what was no that's yeah yeah that's I th that's the point where everything got really 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 bad like mm -hmm. seven 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 years ago yeah yeah seven it eight started years ago. like pff, right away like it was in seconds you know mm -hmm. and you have brothers and sisters yeah I have a brother he lives in Germany and a little sister that's still in Venezuela with in my Venezuela mom. with your mom and yeah. your dad is my dad is in Chile right now is in Chile yeah. He left like three months ago, I think. And when did when did you start? <coughs> did you like originally leave Venezuela to get away from everything, or did you leave to go travel and pursue your music? No. Or yeah, I mean, I you were <coughs> in Argent Argentina for a while. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start like talking really about my life, and this is really going deep. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, perfect. <laughs> this is the first time that I'm gonna the talk about this. The okay? people need to know. <coughs> okay. So, tell me. Yeah, when I was in the in college, everything started like going down. I remember that. Uh, what did you go to school in college for? Or is, you mean college like high school? No, college university. Mm -hmm. I I mean I finished college, and then I wait I waited for two years, and I made like some. How do you say like exams or yeah exam or a test to, to go get into it? the university mm -hmm. <coughs> of Los Andes Universidad de Los Andes it's called mm -hmm. so <coughs> for music no I study visual arts visual arts and I got a degree and everything like two years ago yeah yay oh, wow. <laughs> I'm so proud That's of that <laughs> yeah absolutely I made it man I thought I never made it with the, all the situation you know mm -hmm, like I thought sure. I never made it. Uh, did, you, did you was it close enough to <coughs> your town or did you stay like no in it was town? like my house was here and the in college was Lakeview like like, oh, like so a three three minute walk basically yeah, yeah. three minute walk yeah Not so um, yeah I remember that's the the, mo the time what I that I remember the most crisis thing and you know all these riots in the country and all these Paros, how do you say strokes? I don't know. Like when they stop everything, they stop a, working. A strike. Strike. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Did you ever feel like, <coughs> like your life was threatened at any time? Yeah, of course. Every yeah. time. Every time. Like walking to school, yeah. just in your houses. Yeah, because uh, in my city, the, the that's a university city. You know, mm -hmm. like everyone goes there to study. Even from other cities from Venezuela, they go there. And that's mm -hmm. why um, I meet. I met a lot of people from around the country, um, from other countries also. Um, and we we had a lot of transport um, in the city, like uh, buses, um, cars to get you f wherever you want, and I don't know, normal system of system yeah. of transportation, you know. Taxis, buses. Then it stopped. No Uber. Yeah. Then it stopped. <laughs> Just stop, stop, stop. Yeah, right away. Like we're not gonna work anymore because um, uh, it, it was dangerous because the government wasn't paying to the people that were that worked for the transport, mm -hmm. and everything belongs to the government. So how can you like 
claim something that you must have like for basics you know yeah they know they have to have that but they didn't give it so everything stopped and I started feeling yeah everything healthcare like, yeah everything like I mean grocery stores and like food and produce I went to a grocery store one uh, to a marketplace that mm -hmm. it's way bigger than a grocery store store because my mom told me like hey go and and go check what is there and you, if you can buy something you get something and I went there and there was only salt only that salt everyone everything was empty 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 wow. <laughs> empty empty and I walked around so if I can see something I don't know like fruits or veggie veggies or something mm -hmm. and I just saw salt and it was wow. a government market so what yeah. the hell you know if mm -hmm. they're like the most powerful thing in the pa in the country and they have so much money and and things that can make us a great country why mm -hmm. they don't put food on the freaking markets you know so and they and in their own markets it's the, it's the government not bringing food to the market yeah and then they're cutting down the buses and the healthcare. Yeah, did they everything. close the school or was that no the schools are still working there's too many things that are closed now um, institutes and things I don't know stores malls um, everything basically everything yeah basically everything yeah. markets also um, but schools are mostly of uh, are working but now they have a different educational system mm -hmm. from what I used to have that it was better than what it's now now they have a revolutionary system to right. teach kids <coughs> so that's the worst thing so teach kids <laughs> what they want them to learn yeah yeah basically yeah man so that's crazy it's really like an apocalypse man it's like a science fiction movie yeah. do you see do you see and nobody knows that because that doesn't you you don't see that on tv you don't never you're never gonna see that on tv or news or anywhere do you see similar trends happening now with this coronavirus or i do mean it's obviously two different things i just uh how people <coughs> are now we can't work yeah and uh we have to stay in our homes yeah it okay was, did, were you ever like required to stay in your house you couldn't leave was there like a a level of like yeah. military and police like yeah yeah several times um i used to go to the riots and everything and participate but then it got really violent because they started shooting people and i i used to like take care of my friends that got shoot shoot got shot, shot. yeah do you have friends that have been shot yeah, because of shot, like, political yeah. riots? Yeah, and uh, there was a thing once, like in 2015, I think, that, that um, they called Wadimbas. And we paralyzed the country by making riot, basically. People mm -hmm. started like going on the streets, and everything got paralyzed. It's like, like right now in quarantine, but in the streets. And... Uh, Obviously, all people and childs and people more vulnerable stayed home, but mm -hmm. young people are, were on the streets yeah, fighting. Out, out and about. And we <coughs> stayed like that for three months, I think. Everything got paralyzed. Everything. Just nobody came to a complete stop. No, no, nobody can walk. Nobody even like walking in the streets. Nothing. Nothing. And nothing happened. We, I mean, we, we really made so many things you know mm -hmm. and nothing happened they just got the military out and they started killing people and with the tanks tanks yeah they started like 
uh, running rolling over, over keep, people oh, and over me. the barricades. Just like a terror movie. Do you have do you have friends that you've lost from riots? Yeah. People that have died. Yeah, and from sickness <coughs> also because and, and they they there's no medication or things for a flu even mm -hmm. not even like for hospitals flu. are closed or just <coughs> no they're working but I mean there's people with, with sleeping in the floors man. Damn, so that's insane. So that if was you get sick there, you you die. Oh, really, really. That's insane. And the people that mm. still live there is because they have like a weird job or like a normal job, but that's that that doesn't give you anything at all. But because of the people that are outside of the country that's sending money to them. Mm -hmm. Mm, basically, the people there are living because of that. Because of like support they have from yeah, which is like from family members living in yeah. other countries and friends yeah. also. I've I've sent money to my friends also. So like now and we d we can <coughs> like send money through normal ways, you know, like Western Union and no, all that. That's closed. That uh, dollars are uh, uh, illegal in Venezuela. Imagine that. They have the what is the currency? Venezuelan bolivar. Bolivar, yeah, yeah. and. Um, so you're saying like there used to be like a, a level of you know there'd be like lower class medium medium low medium high like yeah. and very wealthy people and now it's poor and rich poor and rich yeah and um, I mean because I've, I've seen videos like in Venezuela of, of people partying on boats yeah. in like uh, certain places and um, you know is there are there places in Venezuela now that you think people could go to to visit or do you think the yeah, whole country course. is completely unsafe? no I mean it's not the, the most um, good thing to do like going to Venezuela right now mm -hmm, because sure. if you go like for tourism you're gonna you're gonna see and you're gonna feel the lack of things you know the like food Toilet paper. Uh, toilet paper is a pretty big one right now. Yeah, in certain man, parts like of the world, sugar, you know? like I don't know, yeah. meat. Um, in restaurants, they don't have uh, like servilleta, like yeah, food, napkins you know? or napkins anything, na nothing. So if you go, it's like you're gonna be like impressed by that. Mm -hmm. But there's still some beautiful places that you can go, mm -hmm. and there's people living there, like. Like day people day. that live there in towns and the, the shore and the beach and all that. Mm -hmm. And um, well, you do you think somebody? And there's wealthy people also that yeah. has their own house in the shores and they have their own oh, right, um, right. muelles and all that. But s somebody that's you know a foreigner coming to that country <coughs> would be an immediate target. Do you think like there's a what percentage of them being robbed or? Oh my God! It depends on what city you are. If you're in Caracas, yeah, you're gonna you have like ninety percent of getting robbed. <laughs> mm. But uh, you have to be careful. You have to be with people. You have to be with people that knows. You have to how be with work. somebody that's yeah. Venezuelan, basically. Exactly, yeah. and um, and depends. <coughs> if you go to my city, you're gonna be really calm, more calm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are there um, other? What would other <coughs> cities be? Do you think? Uh, Tachira, that is also Andean, and it's uh, Colombian, it's frontier with Colombia. It's on a Colombian border. Tachira, um, I think Trujillo also is really nice. Um, and the beach, man, I think y people have has to go to the beach. Have to, to go to the beach. To the, in Venezuela, man. Yeah. yeah. Every Everyone should know the beaches from Venezuela. Mm -hmm. It's going to change their... 
the world. Do you think somebody could travel there now? <coughs> I mean, obviously not during this quarantine. Yeah, but it's hard. I mean, not in a normal way, like, oh, I'm going to the beach, like, next week. I'm going to buy a ticket, and I'm going to prepare everything. No, it's going to be, like, really You need some Spanish. Difficult. You need to know some people. <laughs> you need to be able yeah, to speak yeah, some good exactly. Spanish. You have to have money for, like, transportation, because you're not going to get a bus right away. And mm -hmm. if you want to come back, maybe there's no buses, and then you have to, like, get a cab or, like, a car. Or you're going to have to pay, like, I don't know, thousands right. of... Bolivares. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds so of thousands can, of Bolivares. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I asked the question because I know, like, a couple of years ago, Nicaragua came. Uh, they had some uh, pretty bad political uprising. And a lot of people in the States and Canada now think it's can the most... The yeah. Thank you. Is like the most terrible place to go, and it's very unsafe. Canada, what? No, no, Nicaragua. Oh, Nicaragua. Which isn't necessarily the case. It's still, it's actually a very... Easy to yeah, go it country, depends. You know? It depends on how <coughs> you move. If I go to Venezuela, I know I'll be fine, you know, because mm -hmm. I know people and I know how to. But just a regular tourist wouldn't be able to just. Yeah, no. Book you a need trip to. Like they no, you Nicaragua right now or Colombia or Panama or anything no, like no, that. No. It's not a good idea. That's crazy. So you left after after school. You graduated. Yeah, after college. After college, yeah. and did you just leave? Venezuela right away or did you I used to have a girlfriend that um, we used to live together and everything and we were supposedly to travel together but she left first because she left with her her family and she's from Venezuela she, she, yeah. she yes Venezuela. she's from Merida the same um, so she left and she was waiting for me but it didn't work out through the time that I was like graduating uh, and getting all my papers. The big heartbreak? No, it's horrible, man. I'm, yeah, it's, I, I, I had a hard time. The one that, yeah. I had a hard time like getting over that because it, it wasn't only the th that we split. It's the thing that I couldn't go there and I was preparing everything to go to Ecuador with her. Mm -hmm. So I had to change, I had to change everything like in a month because I had to go, man. I have, I have really had to go, because my papers were going like uh, they were gonna go out. I mean, they, they were, if, if I didn't go out right now at that moment in three months, they were not gonna be useful in other countries, you know. So you had to go to Ecuador. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I wanted to go to Ecuador because mm -hmm. she was waiting for me and she had a job and she was like, "Hey, if you, when you get here, you get a job and everything. We're gonna be like together in this house or da da da." I, I had a plan, man, and then she suddenly, like, she hey, was just this like, is not working, not I don't think this is gonna da-da-da, and she freaking dubbed me, man, mm. like, uh, like, a month before I left, so, after I left, what? And yeah, a month, a month before you were about to leave. Yeah, so... With all your papers lined up. Yeah, is it, it's yeah, a, yeah, Is yeah. it a difficult process, I'd assume, to get papers? Yeah, yeah, even to get your freaking ID, it's like, you're, I don't know, it's a... Uh, expensive or just lots no, of paperwork? No, it's not expensive. It's that they they just don't want to give you give you your papers. And they they put a lot of like tricky things to not give you and they don't work. I don't know what's <coughs> happening with that system, but as everything belongs to the government, nobody can complain because mm -hmm. 
is there I mean, and yeah. it should work perfectly it's because that's what what they always say that we're perfect and that everything's working fine and mm -hmm. it's a lie and we're, we're exaggerating no man i had a, a cousin that couldn't live with her mom with my aunt mm -hmm. in chile because he couldn't get his id he's venezuelan id and he's venezuelan man yeah, something, something basic. Some, uh, they yeah. say, no, you're going to have to wait a year because we had a lot of, a bunch of people like waiting <laughs> for their ID. And it's like, what That's the insane. hell, man? It's like yeah. a, a thing. Yeah, like you should just be given almost. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's, it's like a right, man. You can go with the, your ID in Venezuela because it's illegal, you know? If I go out with my things, my ID, and people, I don't know, a police, like, stop, stop me. Mm -hmm. And where's your papers? Uh, if I don't, if, even if I'm Venezuelan, if I don't show them my cellula, they're mm -hmm. gonna be like, hey, do you know that this is illegal? That you don't, you, you can't go in the streets without your papers. You, you know? can't go in the streets without your papers. And but we, they you won't can't do anything if they're if it's like uh, expired. You know, if it mm -hmm. expired, if you go to the bank, you there you can't like do any transaction, anything because your paper is. <coughs> do you think there's a lot of people in Venezuela that have money in the bank that they can't access because they don't have their idea is that like one would that be an <coughs> yeah issue? of course and because of the internet is not working that well there mm -hmm. also i mean the communications are i used to get into youtube sometimes mm -hmm. and uh, some people like outside of the country send me some links and i try to play them and it says this video is not available in your co in your oh, country so they, they block a lot of and media it's like what the hell man i'm living in a, a hole a black hole or what yeah i mean like what it's is like a com <laughs> communist country almost, but it's yeah, tired. and yeah, so it's like a mm -hmm. weird dyna dynamic in Venezuela actually uh, right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm really sad about my sister because she's 15, man, and she's living like a really sad um, time, and right. in her best like adolescence years. years. Yeah, and it makes me so sad that I can like help Wait, her. <coughs> does nice. she is she in school? Does she work? What is your mom? Yeah, do? she my my sister is in school right now. She's uh, almost finishing. She there's like she needs uh, one more year to graduate and my mom she works. She's a professor at the university. Oh, okay. In Los Andes where I where studied. Where you used to yeah, study? But she's yeah. um economist. She's an economist. Oh, okay. And she's also like uh Investigadora. Investigator. 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 Yeah. yeah. Investigate. Um, so, yeah. She's working. She's, uh, she really likes her what she does, but mm -hmm. there's no students, so, <laughs> so it makes it's really it hard for her like to go to a, a classroom that where she has like three. Three students. Three students, yeah. And so you, you, <coughs> change, you were able to change your papers from Ecuador. Yeah, and yeah, because I mean, the only thing that that could stop me from not getting uh, legal in the other countries was the was the antecedentes penales, because right. you have to put the country where you're going. Right. So, luckily, I put uh, Chile because then my uh, my my uncle that's there told me, hey, you can come here. I'm, I can, we can yeah, work out that's for you, everything, yeah. and I put Chile. But then I went to Argentina, kind of like, <laughs> and <laughs> they almost I didn't almost get the the ID there because they oh, yeah. thought, hey, your antecedentes penales, your pina, I don't know how what's that. I don't know. Your uh, like what your what your, your paper your said. To no, go to your it's something with the police and and record. Your you record, know? okay. Yeah, yeah. And you have th that's when you have to put uh, this is. Uh, 
written for the Chilean Republic, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So they almost like, hey, why is this for Chile if you're here in Argentina? Like, what the hell, what happened? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I had to tell them everything and they gave me the, they gave the you, paper. They yeah. gave you the permission? Yeah, so luckily. Luckily. But it's really crazy, man. Like, Venezuelan papers are really hard to get, even if you're Venezuelan. So, yeah. and people are starting like paying, like paying other people in the these institutions mm -hmm. to get the papers passed, and right. they even pay in dollars, and that's illegal. Right. And so they shouldn't so like be doing that. Almost, and like there's a, there's a lot of uh, they got robbed. Uh, most of most of the people that I know that have done that, mm -hmm. they got robbed. Robbed like by other people or by, by the, the people who works at the passport thing institution or um. no I know a, a gestor how do you say gestor like a, um like this persona that works in the institute like at a, a government institute mm -hmm. and he is like oh yeah I can give you your papers and eh, it's like two thousand dollars I don't know and then they and take the two thousand yeah and, and they don't give you they anything they don't do anything yeah it's like a bribe and then they don't follow through so that's a yeah. new thing that's happening even sort of like from two years from now from Argo. Argo, two years ago yeah so also that's mm -hmm. another problem so we keep like <laughs> like screwing each other's right. each other you, you know you that's no one's helping do each you see other what, what I'm saying you about everyone's looking out for themselves you would say so I don't know what's gonna happen or what has to happen because people are still like taking advantage of the situation so, so so when when did you get into Argentina how many years ago I went I went to Argentina in uh, I got there in May 1st of 2018. 2018, so yeah, a couple of years ago. A couple of years ago, yeah. Mm. I was in, first I went to Tucumán, that is in the north of Argentina, close to Bolivia. And I stayed there and I got my papers there. And then I go to Córdoba. Mm -hmm. I lived there f like two months. And is Córdoba, that's not the capital? No, that's not the capital. Córdoba is really nice. Mm -hmm. It's really, really nice, really pretty. Um, and then I went to Buenos Aires. Buenos. That it's like on the south, mm -hmm. most like on the center, but more in the south. You say that's where like you started doing a lot more music. Yeah, mm -hmm. I. Well, I got there and like a few months ago, uh, a few months later, I started like uh, talking with some friends that I saw like there, mm -hmm. like. You met them and in. No, I didn't met them. I saw them because they were my friends from Venezuela. Oh, okay. And there's a lot of people, there's a lot of Venezuelans in it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was walking uh, down the streets, like giving, like uh, giving some. Flyers? No, no, no. Uh, CVs, like curriculum vitae. Like mixtape? No, my, 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 my CV, my, my curriculum. Like, like resume? Yeah, my resume. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know how to say anything. Yeah, no. Sorry. So I was like that on the streets, like on, on bars and restaurants and things, and I don't know. And somebody like screamed from the other side of the of the street. Nana. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and I like turned back, and, and then it was a friend, the musician, the mm -hmm. musician friend. Uh, he's my friend from Venezuela. He's uh, he's from Merida also. So you guys did um, like, like work on some tracks together, some music together? Yeah, we started yeah. working together like uh, a few months later. Uh, it was really crazy, man. I had like three, four years that I haven't seen the, my friend, you know, and mm -hmm. we like we met like like that in, in Buenos Aires, like random. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's and so exciting. yeah, we started like doing things, and we started like 
meeting people, um, producers, I don't know, places to go and record and play and, and record music, also, yeah. yeah. And we we did a we made a, lo a few songs, yeah, like mm -hmm. two or three songs. They're yeah. on Spotify right now. On Spotify, are those yeah. some of the ones that are the uh, music videos on YouTube? Yeah, play the game. Play the game. Play the game. Mm -hmm. It's with my friend. He's he's called Tomas. Tomas. But I don't know. His artist name is Libre Acción. And what's your artist name? Nena. Nena. Yeah. Nena. N Nena de Agua. Nena de Agua is because I had to put something on Instagram because somebody has Nena already. Mm -hmm. So and I like I really like water. I think it's like my favorite element. Water. And yeah. Because you're so fluid and flow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you um, have you have one or you have one song called "Mommy Flow." Mommy Flow, yeah. Mommy <laughs> I have two songs mommy called flow "Mommy two? Flow One" and "Mommy Flow Two. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the, what's the "Mommy Flow"? Is that "Mommy Flow"? What's the inspiration behind? I don't know. That's that? something that just that just came up to my mind someday. Like, hey, mommy, I don't know. I, I think I told to my mom like yeah. that. How are you, mommy flow? And and she like, oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, I like yeah, it too, I and I started flow. using it. Uh, it puppy flow, also <laughs> baby, baby flow, baby flow yeah. downstairs playing cheeky flow, <laughs> everything. I I use it for everything, but yeah, it's related to the flow. The flow, <laughs> the flow the, the everything's rhythm. related to the flow. Yeah. Yeah. So I put Nena. De, I I used to be Nena del Mar. Nena del Mar. But I don't even have have C in my city, you know. But mm -hmm. it's like a a desire, and I really right. like the beach, but I don't have beach i don't have the beach in my in my mm. city i have mountains have and mountains. lakes and snow, snow. <laughs> but yeah, yeah either snow. way mommy <laughs> snow i really like water yeah. so i had to put like to include all waters i put nena de agua nena de agua do you say water like, baby with uh <laughs> i listen to some of your songs uh would you say a lot of it is there some influence from your past relationships or your oh my god the one that lives in um that will remain <laughs> nameless that lives in uh ecuador yeah most of the uh, the songs that i have on on youtube are inspired by her yeah mm -hmm. but mostly because i i i found i fell in love really quickly man i really like girls and i get like when i have a, con a connection with them mm -hmm. i like create this world I mean, it's my world. It's my world at mm -hmm. the end because maybe they don't know that I feel that way until right. I I tell them. So I, I don't know. I I sing about these fragmented stories, you know, mm -hmm. like these episodes. It's not always about her, but it's always like about a girl, like women, mm -hmm. or yeah, love um. and it's kind of like a war between myself, you know, because it's love and not love at the same time it's mm -hmm. like a war it's like a war yeah like love and passion or just love and like or do you like are you at war with yourself that you like girls and growing up in like a latin american family maybe was that like a difficult challenge <sighs> for you or like in a difficult for like your community um i don't know why latin american people are like like target like they they have like this etiqueta that they're like machista and like homophobic and all that i grew up in a family that's totally the opposite mm -hmm. and all the people i knew most of it are not that way you know mm -hmm. i never meet, met something like somebody that had that kind of behaviors and all that 
in my family there, there are more more women there than men you okay, know yeah. so they they we always like rule everything right so that's my life is kind of different in that way i don't know about the other latin american people but i knew some friends that were lesbian or gay and they had so many troubles in at home mm -hmm. with the families because of that but now i i think they work it out right now yeah but yeah. at the moment at the moment it was like bellic you know, <laughs> yeah. but in my case, no. I mean, I had some troubles with my family when they found out. They always knew because when I I know I know this since I was a little child. Mm -hmm. um, but they always like, oh, we let's not pay attention to this. Maybe this like uh, behavior she has, or maybe she's not like other feminine girls, and she's more like lay down and more like you were like, hey, a, like, you were like a, a tomboy when you were little no not not much of no. a tomboy i i i was much i was a tomboy when i was like ad adolescent yeah so so not much of a tomboy but i was kind of like <laughs> butching <and>, you know <laughs> like punk rock yeah, like and all that yeah well, rebel rebellious yeah, um, yeah. we all have <clears> it yeah but no I, w I was never a tomboy but yeah they i had some different behaviors you know i i was never like playing with things that girls play mm -hmm. or do that things that girls do right. so they always knew but when they found out when i was a little bigger i was 16. 16 yeah, yeah. my mom got crazy man like what the fuck is this mm -hmm. Explain to me why, what is happening to you, what did I do wrong, right? And she took me to the shrimp, shrink, shrink, the psychiatrist, yeah, yeah. Uh, psychologist, <laughs> not psychiatrist. shrink. So, yeah, what the hell? And this woman was really machista, man. She, she, she oh, no. said things to me that I can't believe that she told me when I was like, yeah, at the moment, you know, in like 16, too. Yeah, and I was. I always like respond to the things mm -hmm. and the woman like never I, she, she didn't know how to respond then after that right because she she didn't have like logical a yeah. logical brain you know you he, think like she, religion <laughs> played a lot of a lot yeah, of religion role into that and and she thought I was like abused or uh, uh, somebody raped me or something like that or whatever right. I never had <clears throat> these kind of experiences with not woman and man mm -hmm. never i mean yeah but not not in a traumatic way when i was a child or whatever i mean being a woman it's hard you know <laughs> not in america for sure yeah like so cat calls we get all yeah. these yeah freaking things in the streets and all hey, my mommy. all the life all my <laughs> life yeah yeah but that's not like that's not uh, traumatized that yeah, wasn't traumatizing that was just i don't i don't pay attention to that yeah yeah so she was trying to get some information i don't know like, like like if I if I had something hidden or something, right. and I was like, no man, I and I talked to her like normal, you know, like talking talking about my life and my things and my habits and I don't know. And, and she was like, oh, okay, and she she didn't know she what didn't to know say, what to never, yeah, yeah, what to say, n nothing. You broke the mold on. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom decided not to take me anymore because mm -hmm. I told her and uh, this lady also told her like I don't know Sorry, I can't how to help proceed, you. yeah. yeah. Uh, and so like <coughs> I mean your mom I mean I got yeah. over it and you guys are yeah my mom got over it like a few months uh, later and everything got normal you know and yeah. my family knows and everyone knows and nobody ever told me like 
hey, what are you doing? What the fuck? Or, mm -hmm. or what a waste or nothing. Yeah. I, and I've heard that from people to other people and it's right. really bad, but it's I never terrible, got that. Yeah. Do you think because you... Maybe um, at school, I had some little issues with some people, yeah. some boys, sure. because they were like... Uh, freaking ladies <laughs> lesbian you think it's because they just wanted the to get with you <laughs> yeah no and yeah, yeah but they <laughs> all, a few of them told me like hey i like you why why you like girls you know it's <laughs> 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 like man i can't do anything i mean sorry sorry no, no, yeah. do you think because <laughs> like i mean you have such a secure in your own skin and you've had such a you know a positive support through your family and everything do you has there any been is there other Blah, excuse me. <laughs> Has there been other girls that have ever come to you for advice, or do you yeah. like work with other girls or or guys that you know maybe have a hard time coming out to their family, or do you play any type of role in that? Yeah, I don't know how to. Yeah, a bunch of people, a, lo a bunch scene. of friends, and mm -hmm. even family. I had, I have a a few lesbian <laughs> um, cousins. Cousins, yeah. yeah. And they're older, primas. they're really older, yeah, yeah, primas. And they didn't know how to, you know, like, get rid of this image or thing that they were trying to build mm -hmm. in front of my family. And I was like, man, everyone knows that you like girls, you know, that like you don't have to hide. Everyone yeah. loves, loves you, that, I mean, what the hell, everyone knows. And I don't know, I, I always talk to her, talk to them and to my friends also. I know some really hard stories, man. Really, really For hard sure. stories. But what would your biggest advice to be if, if someone was listening to this and they didn't know how to come out to their family or they're having a hard time with, yeah. you know, social um, problems? What would you? What would your advice to somebody listening? <coughs> what would you tell them? I think it's all about time with your family, and if it doesn't heal, then just. You have to keep going, man, because it's mm -hmm. your life, and you have to like grow, grow your your life and your your feelings, your mind, your. I mean, you have to just keep going, keep going, keep, keep making yourself stronger. No matter if your family just rejects you or friends or whatever, you're always gonna find people that loves you and supports you, no matter what, you know. Yeah. And it's not a thing that really matters a lot sexuality you know <coughs> to mm -hmm. in a in a person you know that's so many the your preference your you would say yeah i mean yeah. you don't you don't go to life through life like saying hey i'm a lesbian you know what the hell there's other interesting things that i could say about myself mm -hmm. and that i can know about and uh, other people that it's not their sexual mm. the way like you'd project thing. your image differently like it's not the first thing in like like a vegan, you know, you're not walking yeah, around exactly. telling people, hey, guess what? No, no, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm, a, I'm an artist and this and this and this and then. Yeah, whatever. They're going to find out if, I don't know, in some at some point or if I say something or whatever. But that's not a real important thing uh, in like social or human relationships, you know? So you don't have to pay that much attention to what people think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's like, in their own world. Everyone has so, their own world anyway. Yeah. You know, everyone's and the center. And with family, patience. Really, pa I, patience, I mean, yeah. a lot of patience because sometimes you get desperate and you go and you left, leave home and blah, I have a lot of friends that leave home. Like, like I'm going to leave and 
I'm never returning. Uh, and then yeah. after like a year or a few months, they come back because they talk, you know, yeah, they, and they, they got along and they, I don't know, figure things out. Feeling a little better. But it's about time. What, about, about, what time. about past relationships, like girlfriends you've had? Um, was it like difficult maybe meeting their parents for <coughs> the first time? Or did yeah. they have a lot of difficulty? Was that like a, a big challenge? Yeah, it was a big, a big challenge because I I was always the first, like, their parents knew, mm -hmm. you know? And I have a little sister mm -hmm. also. And I feel like that's a really big responsibility for me, like not to show something weird or like not normal for her mm -hmm. in, a w in some way because she was uh, like, child now she's bigger and now she we get it like we talk and she knows everything yeah. but when i when she was uh Younger. little i tried to not like be so much so much you mm -hmm. know <laughs> as i am every time you know when i brought a girl to the house and try like meet my parents and I, so my parents always knew but their parents from from my girlfriends Mm -hmm. the my girlfriend's parents they didn't know they didn't mostly know. so well your your i'll call her your long lost love or your your heartbreak the was it hard with her parents the, no that that was really easy uh because she she was also like really clear clear with their mind and her life you know right and their parents knew. but i had some other girlfriends like two that her parents were like no, just very Don't, unacceptable. Like, I didn't even go to the houses, you know. Wow. Only yeah. when they were not. not I mean, I, I I met them, but not, like she's my friend, you know. Yeah. In deep deep down, they knew that we were <coughs> like not girlfriends, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Scissoring? No. I'm not <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> so, but yeah, they didn't have uh, like had like this communication or relationship with me. Right. Just oh, one, this this last one girlfriend that I had. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I so used to live with her and everything, so yeah, everyone knew. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. So now you're in you're in Argentina. <coughs> you're in Buenos Aires. You are mm -hmm. with some producers. You're making some music videos. Yes. Getting connected and uh, and then what made you come to <coughs> Colombia? Yeah. Okay. So I was in Argentina. In Argentina, I got to increase my my i don't know music power <laughs> yeah, activate, my, activate yeah I, power. I activated my powers yeah um and yeah i worked with a lot of amazing people and amazing producers and mm -hmm. i i played in amazing like places and things what, um, what would be your like that like wow moment like w like the first time <coughs> you're on stage or like oh one God. concert you remember <laughs> and you're just there and there's like a sea of people or is it like people singing along or what's the most memorable <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a I'm a musician like this is what I do moment yeah. that you had well I the first time I got into a stage there in Argentina I was really nervous mm -hmm. like I I was about to collapse you know like and this there was my friend that I told you like yeah. a few minutes ago and he was worst. Like he was like having a panic attack in the sofa. I don't know in a corner. He was like there, sitting alone. <laughs> and I was like, man, are you, are you okay? Like, let's relax, man. We have to make this right. We have to like, come on, destacando, yeah, destacando. Vamos a proyectarnos. Was it his first concert as well? No, I don't know why he got like that. 
So, <laughs> um, when I got up uh, in the stage mm -hmm. and I started singing and communicating, I had this epiphany, I don't know, like everything just f flows at the moment that I am there. You know, I start like together. I start like joking, like talking with people and people are responding and I don't know, man, it's something that happens to me when I'm there. Just when I'm there because mm -hmm. once I don't you're know. in front of the stage everything kind of relaxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and sing. Just sing. The last concert I had in Buenos Aires was in December. And it was in a big place, a really amazing and important place there in Argentina. Mm -hmm. It's called La Tangente. It's a theater and it's a bar also. So it's like a huge thing mm -hmm. and in a corner. And it's uh, in Palermo, so it's like a popular, popular really spot. popular spot. Yeah. How many, how many people <coughs> were... Well, I don't know, like, like 150, I don't know, like 100. It wasn't too many, but for the first time in a big place, it was for like, sure. what? Yeah. And yeah, like 200 people, I don't know. And I, I sang, a lo I sang, I sang, I sang, and I, I was like anxious about a, a specific song mm -hmm. that's called Venus. Venus. Yeah. Venus. And I started like singing it. And almost at the end of the song, I, 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 I said like, Hey, you guys, let's sing. And, and I don't know, automatic, automatically, like, I put the microphone on the, the crowd. To the crowd yeah. And they were like, Bueno, Sanama con tu poder. I mean, they, they knew the lyrics only by hearing it there at the moment. I, mm -hmm. knew, I know that there were some of my friends that knew it. So mm -hmm. it was amazing. But the people, man, it was a, a mass of people like, Bueno, like, I don't know, just that part, you know, they, mm -hmm. they didn't know all the lyrics, just that part. They and it was mean. like, for me, it was a moment of illumination. Like, yeah, chills. What? 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 <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> it was amazing. And I, I felt really good. I was really happy in that moment. And oh, we sure. share the stage with other artists. And wow, well, it was amazing. They were amazing. So yeah. I was really happy for that last concert in Buenos Aires. Mm -hmm. That was well, the, not the, the last, but the first one. No, that, that's the last. The, the first the one was the other the other story. This is the this was the, the last one in December before I came here. Came here to Colombia. Yeah. And so you came to Colombia just because you wanted to travel <coughs> or looking well, for other venues, yeah. music. I will, I in Buenos Aires as I was like increasing my powers in music i also had this economical and i don't know some issues to to live you know day mm. by day it was getting really difficult for me <coughs> and uh, i don't know so a lot of things were are happening are happening in argentina right now political social economical they're like in tra transition you know mm. they change the government and so a lot of people don't know about actually yeah yeah it's a crazy thing so it started like working bad everything started like working really weird yeah. so i couldn't find uh, a really good job a good job man i was work i worked a lot in a lot of things and mm. a lot of things what was the worst job what was the worst job I worked in a construction of a bar. Well, I, I don't think it was the worst, but the most like uh, challenging for me mm -hmm. because we had to build 
a bar, and I was like a, 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 a an obrero, like a like construction work. Yeah, construction yeah. work, and like you know, like putting everything together and decorating the place and everything. It oh, was okay. really challenging for me. Yeah. What was the best job? The best job. I work in a design uh, shop, and we for made clothing. No, for oh. furniture and interior design things. Oh, okay. So I really enjoy that work. We used to make like I don't know things for houses, you know, like mirrors and closets and tables, beds. Yeah. I don't know a bunch of things. You have to use your art. Yeah. Yeah. Artistic we, we, flow. Yeah, exactly, and we it. we go there and we we like went to uh, amazing places to you know get the things there. We met a lot of people, and my chief was the best. Yeah. Yeah, he always went to my <laughs> concerts and. <laughs> things yeah it was it's good to have really support good. absolutely yeah yeah it was really good and then you then you came here to Colombia and uh, is no the worst job that I have that I had there was in a freaking bar it was horrible I used to work till 5 a.m. in the morning man oh is it, it was really f horrible I hate it yeah. but yeah I, I my mind just blocked that memory mm -hmm. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't <laughs> yeah. even remember it when you asked yeah. me you know like <laughs> It jobs. just erased <laughs> from mm -hmm. my data. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. What were what were you? Saying? Oh, I was saying then. So you came here to Colombia. Was did you need a new visa for that or? No, uh, I wanted to come here because I always wanted to know Medellin and because I wanted like to change the environment. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. I like I like Argentina and it like helped me a lot, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I didn't feel like I belong. You know. Yeah. I don't know. And what about what about Medellin? I like, since I've been here, I, I really like how I feel here. Yeah. Because I I come from a small city also, so I feel mm -hmm. like kind of in calm. Well, like here in Guatape, not necessarily Medellin. It's a pretty big city. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, but I feel like I'm reconnecting with I don't know nature and like being more calm because mm -hmm. in Buenos Aires you have to be really fast and do things like quickly because big city. If you exactly. Yeah. So. I'm kind of like relaxing and working on my things. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I hear you every day recording and <laughs> throwing yeah. up. Uh, I'm sorry Instagram. that I'm no, so <laughs> it's, it's persistent, good. but I have to do it. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like it's been paying off. Um, today, you had a, a couple of producers. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. I'm excited about it. So, our, one of them you were telling me is um, an original artist from Venezuela. Yeah. And uh, so he was kind of created a different type of genre of music in Venezuela. Was yes. that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've been posting some videos in my Instagram page, uh, singing, just singing some of my things that I've been like writing and like producing here at home, uh, just to try and see what happens. Because I yes. don't, I don't like the cover thing. You know, I mm -hmm. like I've, I, I've done it and I've like some of the things that I've done with that but right I now I feel like I have to show my thing only mm -hmm. you know just yeah. like that because if you do a lot of things then you're not gonna concentrate on one thing mm -hmm. you're they cover like cover songs like singing other people's, yeah, singing music. Other people's yeah. music so yeah I've been like posting because there's a challenge um, in a like a company a produce uh, music producing company that's called Dito, Dito, Dito Music, and it's like an international um, 
industry, music industry. Uh, they manage and they produce and they like make publicity and everything for artists like Bad Bunny. <coughs> I don't know. A lot of people. Is he from Venezuela? That Bad Bunny, no, he's from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, right. I don't know, yeah. like. Um, Danny Ocean's from. Danny Ocean. Um, like Daquila, like, I don't know, a bunch of artists that uh, work with them. Mm -hmm. Not like directly. But they have this publicity and affiliation. Yeah. yeah. So they made a, this challenge, this lockdown challenge, and I've been like posting it. So because they're they're giving away uh, a home studio. Wow. So I've been like <laughs> posting, posting, and they repost my freaking video today. I'm really excited about that. I didn't tell you that. No, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they reposted, and they were like, "Oh, we've been uh, having like thousands of thousands of entries this week, and here's our here's our favorite top fabs. one. Yeah, yeah, from this week. That's and awesome. They, yeah. So you were talking <laughs> to him. He was in. Yeah, and States also right there, there's this guy Panasuyo that he's from Venezuela that he's like he's been talking to me for a few months. Mm -hmm. He's a Venezuelan artist and he's a producer. He he's making a lot of things, um, and he's interested in my project. And he's been like giving me some advice and you know like trying to guide me. Mm -hmm. uh, so what would you say your next step if uh, <coughs> your next steps or where you want to see yourself? your ultimate goal to to would you oh like to sing in the states to like uh, do you have an album almost ready are you ready to yeah okay so i have like this mixed um feelings and thoughts sometimes mm -hmm. because i i really need someone to help me like management manage, management thing mm -hmm. on management thing and uh I really need help. That's I think that's my next step to get somebody that I don't know that invest in me or manage me. Mm. But um, Cause, cause, I because because so far you've been doing everything yourself. Yeah, basically. like working and investing in my project myself. Collaborating with other collaborating artists, making your own music videos. Maybe sometimes I got like this uh, sponsor thing with clothing or I don't know accessories or mm -hmm. label things. But I really need, like, to step up, you know? Mm. Like, I need something bigger. I need somebody that really... Take it the next level? Yeah, the next so level. What would the next level be? Somebody that managed me, like, uh, start making contacts and, uh, I don't know, like, to, place in, to play in several places here in Medellin. Right. I want to start traveling, just singing. Yeah. Do you think you have, you have enough content to put on a show by yourself? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I'm making more right now, you know, because I want to, like, improve, improve. Do you have a quarantine song yet? Yeah, I have a quarantine <laughs> song, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I just posted yesterday. That's the video that Dito repost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's the, I think that's the, the, the next level, I think, that somebody gets interested in me and, like, helps me find contacts and places to play. I can do that. Like, I can start to do that because I've, I've been doing it, like, these years that I've been working in music. Mm -hmm. But I need help because I take care of other things, of a bunch of things. For sure, and, yeah. And uh, I need help. I can, like, do everything. I mean, I can do everything. But 
another person would be like it would perfect. take it to the next level yeah it just kind of kind of thing because yeah. i don't i don't have like uh these so many contacts i'm new here also in colombia so yeah, i sure. need some like movement and mm -hmm. people and i don't know like visibility yeah i guess um, it's, it's a little hard now in quarantine yeah no, moving right around now, but it's yeah like I'm gonna <laughs> just concentrate and make music and getting better and seeing sure. better. <laughs> if you had if you had any advice for anybody that's you know maybe thinking about trying to start you know start their own start singing themselves or they want to take it to that next level or you know maybe they want to leave and pursue a music career. Do you have any advice for anyone? What would you say? Some oh, maybe some key key things yeah. that have helped you. Well, well, I persistent. I've been really persistent this all, all these years. You know, I I love music since I was a child. That's mm -hmm. another thing that I know <laughs> since yeah. I was a child. And uh, I've always wanted to do this. I always wanted to make art, either it's music or like visual things. Or you know? furniture, yeah. Or <laughs> furniture, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I'm really like getting all my own energy into my music. Mm -hmm. So that's what I, I'd say to something that's pursuing a musical career, like get your energy, all your energy there. If you get like um, distracted, distracted, you're going to lose everything that you've worked. It's like going to the gym. If you go three months to the gym, you're going to see like, wow, yeah, I look so fine. And then if you stop going, you're going to get flaccid. <laughs> you know? Fat again. Yeah. Fat. <laughs> flaccid. Flaccid. It's a so different. it's the same with music. If you stop like because you're mm -hmm. depressed because you're done and i've been through that i always go through that um if you're depressed if you get distracted you, you had you have a job and you don't have time to sing or you don't have time to practice or you mm -hmm. don't have that you're gonna lose everything yeah you say you, would you Just say that even even with like your busy life with everything you have going on, you always you're always able to find time. Yes. You just have to. Yeah. If you really want to do it, if you just like do it for a hobby or j because you really like it, then mm -hmm. just do it. Like if when you have time, whenever you want. But in my case, I always try to find that moment mm -hmm. too. If you want, it's, that was a great analogy. Like it's like going to the gym. Yeah. You, know, you can go and do that. it. You just have to put forth the effort. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can, or you you will uh, you will find time whenever you want, want if to. you really want to if do you it. want to do it you yeah. will be able to so find that's time the thing that i tell all my friends that are like pursuing a musical career or an art career because it's really hard to do everything by yourself and mm -hmm. um, art uh, it's been always like that and music also you start alone and independent and then i don't know luckily you have like these contacts and people that want to work with you find like-minded people yeah Speaking of those like-minded people, are there any uh, shout-outs you'd like to give? Any thanks? Yeah, of course. I have a lot, a bunch of people that I, I'd like to th thank. I thank them every day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I want to say thank to Vicente. He's my friend. He's a photographer and uh, graphic designer. He's from Paraguay and he's living in Buenos Aires also. I met him there and he's he was working with me every time that I went to a concert uh, every time I play every time I sing when we were on the streets he always like took pictures of me and always kept like this register of my life and it was amazing because it made me realize how I'm like showing myself to the world mm -hmm. because I've never done that before I you when I was in Venezuela I never show myself in videos I never show my face or 
never do anything f uh, myself, you know, like being publicity on a video, wise. yeah, publicity. Yeah. And now he, he changed my mind and he started like, hey, you have to start showing yourself because nobody knows. Gave you the confidence yeah. that you need, yeah. Help you level up, you, I think <coughs> you said once, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so he, he always supported me. Also, I want to thank Libre Acción. He's my friend from Venezuela since we were like little kids. He mm -hmm. studied with my brother, so I know him since he, since he was a little kid. Little kid. Yeah, and now he's like pursuing his musical career also in Buenos Aires, so I want to thank him because because of him I, I got to meet a bunch of people and play in so many places with him and alone. Mm -hmm. I want to thank, I don't know, Haru, Haru Beat, because he's my main producer, like, I have him like up here, yeah. you know, he's great. He's Venezuelan also, and he's in Buenos Aires producing. And well, he produced almost all of my songs that I released in Spotify and Apple Music and all these platforms sure. lately. Lately, yeah. So yeah, he, he's amazing. Uh, he gave me also the confidence to, you know, get better always. Like, mm -hmm. come on, do let's do it again. You have to practice. Uh, let's do another uh, se uh, like session and like better. And come this Friday. Uh, every uh, you know he he was always like supporting me and giving me advice. That's awesome. And my family, most of it, Absolutely. because they were always they're always supporting me and giving me like this um, animal, this support to keep going no matter what you know because making art and music in a world that it's like so systematic you know you have mm -hmm. to have a, w a job and pay and da 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 support you and to music break the mold it always gets like in a second place you know right for normal life supposedly mm -hmm. so Is they're always like giving me like you have to keep going that yeah. you have a talent you have people that support you 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 advance a lot so you can like quit just like that and start working at some office or whatever because right. you're gonna be so unhappy if you don't just do your music and you they support you following your dreams yes your talents is there anything you'd like to say to your uh we'll call her the the heartbreak oh my god <laughs> um fuck so yeah no i no. want to thank her because she's an inspirational like woman for my in my life for sure you know? yeah uh but uh, other things I don't think I have anything else to say yeah. I, I mean you're beautiful you're amazing and just like keep going with your artistic uh, life also because she's a model so mm. she has she has to keep going uh, because she has a talent also so Nina Dago over here just dating models no oh big my deal. God. <laughs> 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 no. that's awesome <laughs> well uh, where can people find you like uh, Instagram yes um, everywhere if you put Nena de Agua you're gonna find me in Spotify Apple Music YouTube Instagram um, Facebook Nina Agua Nena de Agua yeah Nena it's de all agua. together Nena de Agua excellent well definitely make sure that's in the description below and uh, <laughs> Thanks for being the very first podcast. Oh my uh, God, thank you for inviting <laughs> me and, you know, you're very me welcome. expressing myself yeah. at the terrace. Well, when you're big and famous, uh, oh I'll have to schedule in an appointment and uh, <laughs> hopefully talk no, to you again. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to talk forever. For sure. So,
Well, you don't have to worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect. Thank you so much, Yes. No, you're, thank you. You're the, you're the best. And yeah. If anybody continued listening to this podcast, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah. again, you can uh, find all of Miss Delgado's <laughs> information in the um, descriptions below. Yo, quiero decirte que está todo bien. Este feeling que voy a poder Que me da poder aunque vaya lento Que esto suena fire, esto suena fuego Que me da lo tuyo así como yo te estoy dando todo esto Así como yo te estoy dando todo esto Quiero darte de mí Pa' que sientas en ti mi flow Flow